thank the Lord for letting us be in his house again. It's wonderful to be in church, wonderful to be with God's people. And if you're lost here tonight, it's wonderful to have you with us. And I uh, have a verse of scripture I'd like to read from the book of Isaiah. Uh, listen to this. It's in the 51st chapter of the book of Isaiah, verse 1. Hearken to me, ye that follow after righteousness, ye that seek the Lord. Look unto the rock whence ye are hewn, and to the hole of the pit which ye are digged. So that's an interesting verse. Let's all stand for a moment of prayer as we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for letting us be here tonight and for uh, God for each one that's come. And we thank you, God, for your blessings and how good you are to us. We pray for this service tonight. God, help us. We have a powerful service. Worship you in spirit and in truth. And uh, God, we pray that you'd speak to people that have spiritual needs, speak very powerfully. We ask you this and pray for this in Jesus' name. And amen. You may be seated. With Brother Taylor on the call. Page 
Sure, it's good to be here. I appreciate that choir singing. Just bless my heart. Glad to have everybody cheer. Glad to have all our visitors. Got a number of preachers with us tonight. Some here all the time, some visiting. Just glad to have all our preaching brothers. Thank the Lord for you. We've got people here that's been sick. It hasn't been able to come. Either their sickness or maybe some family members' sickness that they haven't been able to come. Either way, but God bless you to be back tonight. Thank the Lord for that, and uh, God sure is good to us. And uh, so, if you would, just stand with me for a moment. And uh, who's got unspoken requests? Okay, and uh, who'd have a spoken request? a great request and Lord Sanford uh, he's a fine man and a preacher uh, Linda and I met him and his wife many years ago when he was going to church where Els Hoskins pastor down in Tennessee and uh, now they go to Providence uh, where Brother D. Fusen pastors and so uh, Brother Dave was telling me about that uh, before service and I said boy uh, we'll be glad to pray for those folks those fine, fine folks and so please remember Lloyd in your prayers. Someone else got one <clears throat> yeah. They said uh, this morning that she had shown some improvement. Oh, it's good. Oh man, keep, I mean, good report. Orange niece got some improvement, but keep praying. Remember that. All right. Anyone else? Please do that. Pray, pray for Gloria and Paul Saffel. Pray for them. All right. Remember that. Okay. Pray for Darla and Corey. Remember them. Someone else. <clears throat> right. <clears throat> hmm. Oh, man. 
Amen. 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 Thank the Lord for that good report and remember that prayer request. Any others? Anyone else? I've got a couple. Let's, let's really pray for the lost tonight. And I could say pray for everybody who has a spiritual need. I mean, the lost is the greatest need there is, but there could be somebody here that's saved, but not where you need to be with the Lord. We need to pray for them too. <clears throat> I want to make this request. When uh, uh, Brother Bob Morrison come in tonight, and I saw him, God put on my mind to ask him to preach for us tonight, and so I uh, prayed about that and talked to Bob, and I asked him that. He said he's willing. And so uh, I'd like to ask everybody to pray for Brother Bob Morrison when he comes to stand for us tonight. So pray God just lift him up, use him, make preaching easy for him. Anything else before we pray? Yeah. Yeah, man. Amen. <clears throat> yeah. Amen. Amen. Remember that request that Brother Andrew made is very heartfelt. I could feel that. Uh, praying for guys he grew up with that's not really in church anymore. Really, really take that to the Lord in your prayers. Anyone else? Well, we've got a lot to pray for tonight. Let's just uh, take it to the Lord. We'll ask uh, uh, Brother Billeray to lead us.
Let's continue to pray and everybody mind the Lord. Uh, who'd feel like singing tonight? Anybody? Got something on your heart? God's give you something, uh, just do that. Sure is good to be here. Got a good spirit here tonight. I appreciate the meeting this morning. I just, for some reason, feel like telling you this. Uh, we got a text from uh, Sister Monty Hurst. Albie Hurst was her husband. He's Albie's passed on from up at Toledo. He used to go to Old Fashioned. He used to sing in quartet. Monty sent us a text uh, talking about how much she enjoyed the morning service. And she said, I just wept. I just cried. She said, God just blessed my heart. And she said, I've got so much confidence in Lima Church. And she said, I, I'm glad that God was able to let me uh, watch the service. And uh, so I just touched my heart. So uh, let's really pray for Monty. I uh, touched my heart, and I felt like sharing that with you. Okay, so now anybody got a song? If you do, come on. If not, control the preacher. Not in no hurry, but uh, just follow your heart. All right, if not, let's pray for Brother Bob. We appreciate him. Come ahead. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. Good to see each and every one that's come this way. There's a part of me that's uh, nervous, you know, uh, but I'm glad there's a... As far as getting up in front of people now, all that, that's not too bad, but getting to the point where God can use you, that's, that's what's nervous, because you never know if you're really going to get there or not. Uh, so I ask you for your prayers. I, uh, when I started out, and even, even yet today, I don't speak very loud, so they have to turn the mic up, and, uh, but... Uh, you know, sometimes we think our our personalities keep us from working from the Lord. No matter who you are, God can make a way for you. And, and whatever way that you need to worship, whether you're a preacher or a singer or maybe you feel like I can't do nothing, boy, you can pray. If you've been saved by the grace of God, you can pray. And, and we've all got a work to do. And uh, so you pray for me. I'll try to do what the Lord's put upon our hearts. We, we're going to read in the second chapter of Mark, if you'd like to read with us. And uh, I think I'm going to... I'm going to go ahead and start the first verse and, and see how far I need to go. But <clears throat> second chapter of Mark says, Again he entered in Capernaum after some days... And it was noise that he was in the house. And straightway many were gathered together, insomuch that there was no room to receive them. No, not so much as about the door. And he preached the word unto them. And they come to him, bringing one sick of the palsy, which was born of four. I must stop right there, and, and, and I'd like to jump over to the end of the end of this, um, the twelfth verse, he says, 
And immediately he arose and took up the bed and went forth before them all, insomuch that they were all amazed and glorified God, saying, We never saw it on this fashion. So that's what a reading that we had upon our hearts this, this evening. And we begin to think about Jesus as he came around. He always gathered a crowd. Uh, we've got some people that uh, in, in the history that I can look back to and they were famous for different things like singing and what, so what. Uh, but, uh, but anyways, they, uh, they would gather a crowd, but shortly after the crowd would go away and it really didn't mean a whole lot. I mean, you think about Elvis Presley and some of these other folks that's uh, had a big way and seemed like after their lives have went away, the, the joy and the, the excitement of them being around was no longer like it was when he was here. But when Christ, when, when he got around people, there was excitement that stayed inside of them. When Christ came to me, he put an excitement on the inside of me that wants to come out. I try and try and try to tell people about my experience about being saved. And it's so hard to try to tell people because you never can find enough words or seemingly the right words to say God has done an, an amazing work on the inside of me. Uh, so anyways, the scripture says that judgment begins at the house of the Lord. And I wondered about this, and I wondered, you know, uh, well, how do you stand judged, and how do you uh, go before the judge? Uh, all this is, is hard for us to understand, but in God's time, he'll help you to understand. And what, what I'm saying about that is that that judgment is not that Terry or any of these other preachers would judge you. We don't judge you at all, nor, nor do any of the members judge you. But that's the judgment of heaven that comes down upon us because we all got that sin that was cast us to uh, Adam had and it was been passed on down to each and every one of us. From generation to generation, we all have that and, and we all were cursed. If you, if you have it like that, we're cursed from that sin that Adam had and, and God wants to take that curse away from you. God wants you to go to heaven because without that, without him saving your soul, you're going to die and go to the devil's hell. I'm glad God gave me a choice. and I'm glad he helped me to understand. A lot of people tried to help me to understand the ways of God and to understand how to get saved by the grace of God. But it took God himself to come to me as an individual. If you get saved by the grace of God, you'll have to have God come to you. You say, preacher, how does that happen? It comes through and by the Holy Spirit. It comes through the preached gospel to them that are lost and undone. It came to me one time and it showed me that I needed Jesus more than I needed anything else in this whole wide world. And I, I said, uh, I do the right things. I pray and I, I come around to the Christian handshake. I was baptized. I give money into the church. I try to dress right. All these things were good. 
But yet I was devil. I was headed to the devil's hell. It's because that I wasn't born again. I wasn't saved by the grace of God. I wasn't regenerated, renewed. I've been changed on the inside. My friend, today, you've got to have Jesus and know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you have Jesus in your heart. Let me go into these scriptures as I begin to see that uh, again he entered into Capernaum and some of the days it was noise that he was in the house. It's talking about Jesus. It was noise that he was in the house. When you get into a hallelujah service and everybody is, is happy about being in the house of God, you can tell that God is in the house that uh, we're all happy to be uh, where God would have us to be so as we begin to think about that we think that uh, Jesus has come into this place and the place has been filled up and they couldn't get nobody in uh, we got report here that uh, over Pleasant View they've been having to bring out chairs ain't that wonderful uh, people needs to get saved by the grace of God and, and boy I'll tell you what it's caused that Jesus has been noise in that house and, and when we feel Jesus in our heart we'll ask people to come to our house uh, to the house of God if I can say it like that uh, to our church that uh, we're a part of so uh, we're thankful that God has put us in this place but uh, nevertheless we're scared but uh, nevertheless we want to work for the Lord this morning or this evening we see these men here uh, we, we see that there was born of four uh, there was four men and we could see that they had a stretcher and one upon each side and, and we, with everybody had their job and everybody had their place and uh, my friend I just want to get in my little place and uh, if it's just to pray for the one that's carrying the bed uh, that's what I want to do for God uh, we've got some folks that stand back and they, they, they usher the doors that's back here and boy I tell you what that's an important job uh, every job in the house of God's important uh, the ones that's up there filming and uh, boy, I tell you what, we appreciate them today because uh, there's so much of a blessing. Uh, it's not just the, uh, the big things maybe that we might see, but uh, it's each and every individual. Sometimes uh, when I'm preaching or, or maybe when somebody else is preaching, I can look back and I can see somebody's praying. And uh, boy, I tell you what, that, that's an important job in the house of God that we get down and we pray for the preacher and we pray for the singers and we... I pray for those that's lost and undone. I've got some burdens tonight for some folks that's lost and needs to be saved by the grace of God. I want you to have what I have tonight. Jesus Christ that's able to save your soul. He's able to change you and to make you know that you've been born again. Know that you've been born again. Uh, so if you'll have it this evening, I'm carrying part of that stretcher. Uh, I might just be on the sidelines, but I'm trying to help you today, today to be able to find Jesus uh, because I want you to have what I've got. Uh, there's nothing better in the whole wide world than being saved by the grace of God. So uh, you've got to have him tonight. Uh, well, if he goes on here and he says, and they went, uh, and when they could not uh, come nigh, to him for the press they uncovered the roof had uh, they 
They uncovered the roof where he was, and when they had broken it up, they let down the bed within, wherein the sick of the palsy lay. Uh, so there was a lot of work that had to go through to get somebody saved by the grace of God. I think about the folks that labored to get me saved by the grace of God. Oh, I tell you what, there was folks that would take stop at my house and take me to church. Uh, different ones that asked me, or you might say, well, I'm young and I can't do anything much. Well, uh, there's a 13 year old boy that asked me to go to church said uh, we're having a revival over here I said won't you come with me you know I'll tell you what if it hadn't been for that boy saying something to me I don't know if I'd be saved today God's got a way He'll use you no matter whether you're male or female or young or old. He's got a way to use you. So uh, these four men, as they grabbed this, uh, grabbed a hold of this, uh, this, uh, this, this little uh, cot, or ever how you want to say it. I look at it and I see it as a cot is. Uh, they called it a bed. Uh, so he, he got a hold of that bed and they began to take it. And they went up and that says, how are we going to get him in? Uh, the room is full where there's no way to get in. People won't separate for us to get him through here. He says, well, I know what we'll do. We'll take him to the top. Let's take him to Jesus. That's where the top's at today. It's Jesus Christ, our God, our Lord, and our Savior. He's the one that's able to do it all. So they get up on top of the house and they begin to tear the roofing off. And the roofing, I'm not sure what it was made of. I know that they, they had a, a lot of clay back then. And that's, that's what I conjure in my mind that that was made of. Maybe it wasn't. But seemingly it had to be hard enough to withstand the elements of the world, of, of the rain and the hail or whatever would come down and the wind. So it would have some protection. So it would take some strength to be able to pull all of that off. It would take some effort. It takes some effort today from us to live for God and to be able to lift our people up to Jesus that they can be saved by the grace of God. You've got to want. You've got to want to really try to see somebody saved. Oh, I tell you what, we need to have that work. I, I was here, I can't remember, maybe a month or two Two ago, I, I can't recall, but there was a, a young lady that came up and, and, and her friend, and I don't know who this was, I can't recall, but her friend says, oh, I never thought about asking about her salvation experience, whether she had been saved or not. Oh, I tell you what, God's got to work for us all to do, and we need to be asking our people, are you saved? Do you have Jesus I tell you what, they need to have the Lord uh, before they die in this world. I'm going to try to hurry up and uh, before my throat gives out. He, he goes on, he says, when, <clears throat> when Jesus saw their faith, he said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee. Oh, I tell you what, uh, that's the best feeling that they ever are. Uh, when Jesus says, thy sins be forgiven thee. Oh, I tell you what, when he saved me, he, saved, he just cleansed every bit of me. I felt like the, even the outside of me was clean, but uh, I tell you what, he cleansed me up on the inside, and I felt like that I'd left this old world for a little while. I tell you, Jesus does a work that uh, it'll, it'll let you know that something's happened in your life. If you don't have an experience where God has really helped you to know that uh, something fantastic has happened, I don't know what any other word to say, uh, but uh, that something great happened, greater than anything 
anything in the whole wide world. Mommy and Daddy, they, they had blessed me with a lot of things and they've rewarded me with a lot of things from time to time in life. But God rewarded me with His Holy Spirit on the inside of me. And that's what lets me know that I'm saved by the grace of God. On the wee hours of midnight, sometimes He'll come and, and knock on my heart. He lets me know that I'm His. I'm His and He cares about me. He cares about the troubles and the trials that you walk through in this life. I tell you what, you need Jesus in order to get, get to heaven tonight. You need Jesus uh, to walk in this life. I tell you what, there's no better peace uh, than living with Jesus. I got one more point I'd like to make, and then I'm going to come to a close if I can get to this. He said, whether it's easy to say, the sick of the palsy, thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, take up thy bed and walk. Oh, I tell you what, today, has Jesus told you to take up your bed and walk? Uh, oh, I tell you what, uh, you wouldn't think that you'd need that old bed that was there, uh, that, that, that cot that he had that he was carried on. What was he going to do with that cot? Uh, my friend, he had people that needed to be saved also. So he wouldn't need to put that bed and be able to carry it around. And if somebody needed help, that they could get on that cot and they could carry him to Jesus. Yeah. Let's bring them to Jesus. And when we bring them to Jesus, they can be saved by the grace of God. He's the most loving Savior that anybody could ever have. He loves you tonight. He died for your sins. He rose the third and appointed day. He can know all this for you that you could be able to have this special feeling down on the inside. It's, it's that feeling of knowing that you're going to go to heaven one of these days after a while. Do you know you're going to heaven? And do you know for sure? Because Jesus wants you to know this evening that you're going to go to heaven. I'm glad I know beyond a shadow of a doubt I'm going to heaven. There's nothing greater in this whole wide world that I could tell anybody about. I'm not ashamed of God today. But I want to stand and praise His holy name for what He's done for me. What a wonderful Savior. Brother Terry, that's all I feel like going. I thank the Lord for that good preaching. Come get your song. That's the gospel. I believe that touched somebody's heart. Let's all stand tonight. Let's think about it. Two thoughts that I want to remind you of in that message. Those four men that worked together to get their friend to Jesus. I'm like Bob said, I want to be on my corner of the cot helping carry somebody to Jesus. I want to be doing my part. If you're saved by God's grace, are you doing your part? If you're not, come get in. And, and listen, when they took that man to Jesus, they didn't kidnap him. He was willing to go. Are you willing to come to Jesus tonight? Uh, the church loves you. They're praying for you. God's moving and talking to people. If you're lost tonight, uh, you need to come. And if you'll come and talk to Jesus, believe in him from your heart, you can get saved tonight. Sing when you're ready. Somebody needs to come, I've no doubt. Please obey the Lord. You can get used to saying no to God. You can get in the habit of saying no to God. If God's been calling you and you've been kind of turning it away, break that habit and step out and come to the altar. Obey the Lord. Whatever you need tonight, God can handle it.
Boy, that's, that's good preaching. It's powerful and right on the point. Well explained. Well explained. Please obey the Lord. If you're here tonight and you're not where you need to be with God, come. Come while we're singing, while we're singing, while God's calling, while we're praying. Well, I, I like those points that God gave Brother Bob to make in that message. Took my memory back to when I got saved. Took my memory back while I've had a burden for my friends on the journey wanting to get them to Jesus. Let's do what it takes as much as within us is. Let's do what it takes with God's help to help our people come to Jesus. If you're here tonight and you're not where you need to be with God, don't stay there. Why would we stay there? That's not a good place. Don't stay. Don't stay away from God. But come right now, right here. Please obey the Lord. Amen. It's a refuge. When you get Jesus, you're in a safe spot. The devil can't get you. Where could you go? Where could you go? Amen. I'm going to say just a couple things and then I'll ask for another song. I believe God's calling somebody tonight. Uh, God used Brother Bob and preach and preach powerful, preach clearly. Uh, I believe God's using that message to speak to somebody's heart. I've got a burden. I can't see your heart, can't reach your mind, don't need to. When I was a young preacher, I foolishly asked God to help me know what people were thinking and feeling. And God scolded me a little bit and he said, you're asking foolishly. You don't need to know that. And if you could know that, you couldn't bear it. It'd be too big a load for you to bear. But God said, I'm the one that knows what people's thinking and what their hearts are feeling and what they're needing. God said, you don't need to know that. You just need to follow me and I'll speak to the people's hearts and I know everything. And so tonight, God knows everything. And if you're one that God's speaking to, God knows you need to move or he wouldn't be speaking to you. And so I encourage you to know that you need to move. Now also at this time, and just when we get ready in a minute, to sing this next song. Also the doors of this church are open. If you're here and you're saved by God's grace, you might be here and maybe you've been saved and never stepped out to join the church for baptism. Doors are open. If you're here and you belong to a sister church and you're in good standing and God's laid it on your heart to join here, the doors are open. Whatever the case is, if you're lost, if you're out of fellowship with God, if you just need to move up, or if you need to join this church, please come forward while we sing this next song and let us know that.
obey the Lord. Let God bless you. It's real simple. The devil makes it sound complicated. The devil will tell you you can't do it. It won't work right now. He'll tell you all sorts of things, but the devil's a liar. If you're here and you've never been saved and you can feel that need down inside, you need to come to the altar and pray. We'll pray with you and Jesus will save your soul. Come right now. Come right now. If you're out of fellowship, well, come and get right. If you need to join the church, come and tell us. We're glad to have you. If you're saved, you need to be part of a good church serving God. Obey the Lord. I believe there are some that need to come. I don't know who exactly. I have some burdens. But God knows who it is. He knows all about it. And if you're one that needs to come, you know your part in it. You know what you need to do. If you'll get in where you need to be, you can be like those men carrying that beat. You can help somebody else get to Jesus. But listen to this. This is very obvious, but I want to make a point. When those men were carrying that bed, if they would have not been going toward Jesus, they couldn't have taken their friend there. Simple point, isn't it? If they'd been going the other way, they'd have taken their friend away from Jesus. Do you want to take your family and your loved ones and your friends away from Jesus? Do you want to carry them down the wrong road, out of sight and out of place? My goodness. I don't want to be one taking my people away from Jesus. I want to be like those folks in the Bible that Brother Bob just preached about. I want to be on the road to Jesus. I want to be working with the church. That's, that's what those four represents. The children of God working together, walking the right way, going to Jesus. Are you there? If you're not, you can be. Somebody needs to come. My goodness. Well, I can feel it so strong and powerful. I have no doubt in my own mind that somebody's feeling the call of God tonight. Oh, well, the devil will give you a lot of reasons why it won't work right now. But let me ask you this. If God is calling you, do you think that God is wrong? You think God's missed the point? Has, has he got his times mixed up? Has he got his places out of place? Well, you know that's not right. I, that sounds silly asking it, but it makes a point. And I go back to my time when I was lost and even when I've been out of fellowship with God, that God called me and talked to him and Satan was there saying, oh, you can't do that right now. You, you can't do that right here. It, it's, it's not, you can't do that. Uh, it just won't work for this reason or that reason or some other reason. But looking back at it, I know God knew every time that he called me that that was the time I needed to move. And so I just can't stop yet. Just give us one more song. Somebody needs to come tonight. If, let me tell you this. If you're wrestling with whether to come or not, quit wrestling and come on. Quit wrestling and come on. While we sing this next song, please obey the Lord. Come on. Whatever you need is, God can handle it. He can fix it. If you're saved and you'll move for the Lord, some lost person might move with you. You might be a light to them. That's what Brother Bob preached about. That's what I've been talking about. 
come on. Obey the Lord. What reason could we have for saying no to God? No good reason, I'll tell you that. No good reason to tell God no. No good reason to tell God no. Please come. Come on. Come on. Great time to move. Well, what is a great time to move? It's when there's a powerful spirit calling. That's a great time to move. Come on. Church, pray hard. I know you're praying. Just give it everything you got. If God gives you something to do, do it. If he puts something on your heart to do, do it. Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. Please come. Please come. Please come. Bless the Lord. Praise God. Please come. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Thank you, God. While we're praying with this one, there might be many more need to come. Please obey the Lord. Please come. Please come. As we pray for this precious soul. Come pray to get saved. If you need to come and join the church, uh, 
to get baptized or joined by a letter from another sister church or if you just need, whatever you need is. Uh, it covers it all. God can handle it all. You don't, you don't have to worry about God handling it. He's got it covered. And so one more verse. Let me know.
obey the Lord.
God for his saving grace. What a good meeting he's given us tonight. Just blesses my heart uh, beyond words. Anybody got anything you want to say? God. I, I got something on my heart. My debate, but Bless him. Um, I remember back when I got saved, I don't think I'd ever thought about getting saved until God helped me. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man. Thank the Lord. What's good counsel? I'm glad you shared that. That's good advice. Seek him till you find him. Yeah. That's good. Anybody else? I do too, but Thank you. 